listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I just want to say hello, hello, hello. I know we are definitely in troubled times, but this program is always trying to uplift and encourage you right where you are, to where if you're facing discouragement, depression, um, we're here. Uh, It's not that it's it it won't happen, but we don't want to stay there. We don't want to stay stuck. And we do not not want to be able to get up. So if you're down, we want you up. If you're on the verge of breaking down, we want to encourage you so that you can stand. I remember the commercial when I was a young girl, and it showed an old woman who fell down the stairs. And she said, I'm falling and I can't get up. You know, and of course it was an advertisement to be able to have this life um, button so that you could click it and an ambulance would come. But I think about the people who have fallen and they can't get up, won't get up, don't want to get up. And that's the focus. That's the people I would love to serve. You're laying there and you don't want to get up, you know. Um <clears throat> I think we were designed to be resilient. We're designed to be strong. We're designed to get up. But what happens when you continue to get uh, problem after problem, adversity after adversity, trial after trial, um, it reminds me of a wave that you're swimming in open water and the ocean waves, they just keep coming and coming. And sometimes that's how a person drowns because they are not able to recover from the last wave. Here's a new wave. You haven't, you know, you're not able to catch your breath in order to, you know, um, exhale, uh, inhale, and and then you can drown. What happens when the waves of life continue to come to a, at, at a rate where you cannot catch your breath? I want to encourage you with this that God is going to turn it around for your good. The Bible says that what the enemy has meant to destroy you, what he's meant for your destruction, God will turn it around for your good. That you have to remember that God is making a way for you. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes it doesn't feel so. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. That's where our faith has to come in. That's when we have to speak to the opposition. We have to speak to the problem. We have to speak to the thing, the very thing that is trying to pull us down. And you have to know that God is going to work it out. That weeping may endure for a night, but God, hallelujah, God is coming, right? It's A breakthrough is coming. A change is coming in the morning. So, he who began a work in you, he is so faithful to complete it, that God is faithful to complete it. God is a way maker, right? He's able to keep your mind. 
He's able to keep your children. He's able to provide for you. He's able to protect you. Remember, he said, you have an unction from the Holy One. And I was like, unction? You are anointed. You're anointed for this. The Bible says that the anointing breaks the yokes. You're anointed. You're able to, um, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of you, who's able to give you feedback, who's able to give you peace. Peace is there. Peace is wanting to intervene. Wisdom is there. Wisdom wants to take over. We have to get out of the way and trust that God is going to do it right? We have to get out of the way and trust that we are overcomers because God said so. And we're going to put the right amount of what it is that we need in order to have a breakthrough and to overcome, right? There's all kind of people who had to overcome in the Bible. Matter of fact, the Bible is filled with people who were in down and out situations, but God turned it around for them. Amen. He gives us opportunity to turn things around. Sometimes, right, we, we, <clears throat> we do not l- listen to the Word of God. We do not listen to the words of God, the advice of God, and we do it our own way. And so it becomes a challenge to how, you know, when am I going to trust me? When am I going to trust God? Does it really mean the same thing? What is His will versus my will? Amen. And so these are things that we get to figure out. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we choose the wrong things. But we get the opportunity to re-turn it around, to change it around. We are not only resilient, but we are adaptable, right? I'm like, wow. You know, I look at the seasons come and go. Winter, you know, cold. You got to put on these constantly adjustments you have to make turn on the heat, you put on a coat, you get a hat, gloves, right? Then summer comes and then you you put all that away in the closet and you, you bring out your shorts and your short sleeves and your sandals. It's like every situation, every season, you have to adapt. And he who is unable to adapt so smoothly or quickly, you're going to be... Um, overburdened, overwhelmed. You got to shift and you have to know when to shift. Now, I definitely can continue to wear my coat and boots in the summertime. Nobody, people may look at you a little funny, but you get to do it. But then you'd be hot, right? And it's being able to know when to use the resource that you have, right? In the season that you need it. Hallelujah. And so you have to make the discovery of what season am I in and what do I need to do in this season? Hallelujah. So God, give me the plan. He said, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And then he said, a man will plan his way, but God will make his steps sure, right? He is going to establish you. Amen. And so sometimes things don't work out. Uh, it could be you have to you have to examine why. It could be because you didn't apply the right um, principles. You didn't do the right things at the timing that you were supposed to. It could be that this is not your season to implement that. You have to weigh it out. But whatever you do, don't stop. Whatever you do, don't give up. Whatever you do, don't just sit there. Don't become stagnant. Keep moving. Do you understand that if we were in a real war situation, that you may get tired, but you have to rest, but you cannot stop. 
Because when you stop, then the enemy will be there ready to defeat you. Mm. And sometimes you may feel already defeated, like you're not an overcomer. Oh, we always say every season, every segment, every radio station, trials are going to come. You can't stop it. No matter how good you are and no matter how perfect you are, if you live in this fallen world, you will always have opportunity for struggle. The Bible even tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God will deliver us from them all. Ha! Huh. So what we have to do is understand, right, that we are in this situation, in this season, because God is about to show us something. He's about to break us through. Amen. He's the God of the breakthrough. Hallelujah. He's the God of the disadvantage. He's the God, hallelujah, that owns a thousand cattle upon a thousand hill. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Seboah. He's the God who wars. He is our banner. He is our strength. He is our hope. He is the encourager. He is a counselor. He's everything that we need him to be. He said simply, I am that I am. Whatever you need God to be, he's able to be that for you. Hallelujah. And so when we think about that we have a power within us, we have the ability within us to, to be strengthened, to overcome, we have, but, but, but how do we stay strong? Hallelujah. And we, we have to recognize, amen, how to stay strong. We have to recognize what we need to do to stay strong. Hallelujah. And one of the things that the Bible tells us is that we have to be able to put on our armor, that we have to realize that we, God has given us an armor to put on. He told us that we had to be strong. He said to us, be strong. Look, you know, you think about it. It's, it's in Ephesians 6, 10, possibly through 18. But he said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, right? We're talking about what is the right clothing to have in the seasons that you're in. Winter, we have winter clothes. Summer, we have summer clothes. But when you are on the battlefield, when you are a saint, uh, uh, you, have, you have given your life to God and told him to be Lord of your life and to guide you, he said, you've got to put on this armor, because this armor is going to help you to stand against the tricks and the wiles of the devil. I'm just reminding you. I know somebody said, oh, I know Ephesians 6 and 10 and 11 to put on the whole armor of God. Yes. But do we do it? Sometimes we fail to do it. You know, to actually take a mental note of what the armor is. And the Bible says that when you able, you'll be able to stand against the tricks and the schemes of the devil. He said, we, first of all, do not wrestle against flesh and blood, right? Do you think you're arguing with your husband, your kids? Oh, you, oh, oh no, your boss. Oh, no, the teacher. No, they're humans and people, but we are not fighting against people who flesh and blood, but we're, we're fighting against principalities, powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world. We're fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places. And it's an invisible warfare that sometimes we don't get, we don't often see how it's coming, but it's a spirit using a body to accomplish its evil agenda. Mm. How can you fight something that you cannot see? 
How can you fight something invisible? How can you take forget for a moment? You're not fighting Mary. You're not fighting, as I say, your parent. You're not fighting your spouse. You're fighting against an invisible, wicked spirit. He said, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. When you've done all that you can do, continue to stand assured, stand in your armor, stand knowing who you are in Christ. But what the enemy does is he tears us down. How do we stay an overcomer? It's to make sure, first of all, we're dressed appropriately, that our mind is in the right form of thinking. It, you know, I always think overcoming is, is winning, but it doesn't necessarily mean winning. The question is, is after you go through the test and trial, where is your faith? Are you still standing? Did the enemy accomplish his task in destroying what you, who you believe you are? The armor. He said, after having done all, look, there's an evil day. We're living in the evil times, right? We're living in times that, wow. I mean, you, you, you see kids do not line up with authority or their parents. Um, they are learning at such a rapid rate due to the Internet. They have access to things we didn't have access to. They have access to all types of evil if they use it for evil. But some are innocent that just so happen to be guided, right, towards these things. Pornography, you know, uh, cigarette smoking, vaping, weed smoking. And, you know, it may be legal, but it's an age appropriateness, right? Um, alcohol. Uh, they they're sneaking in. I I, I heard at a um uh a middle school that children were passing around this flask that had alcohol in it. You know, I mean we're living in in dark times, evil times, homelessness. You know, people are struggling. You know, parents are are this the the divorce rate is so high. Absent fathers, absent mothers. And believe me, a parent can still be in the house and be absent, right? They physically are there, but they're absent mentally. They're absent from having a set goal and the direction and how they want to raise their child. But he told us that we could stand. He said, you can stand having your loins girt about with truth. <clears throat> The truth comes from the word of God and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you will be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the word of the spirit, which is the word of God. But we can't forget verse 18. 
praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. One of our prime responsibility as a piece of the armor is to pray for one another. Pray for those who are lost. Pray for those who know Christ, that they would not be uh, lured away, that their faith would continue to be able to stand, right? Hallelujah. But what does this shield of faith do? It's able to quench all the things that the enemy is throwing at you. The things that he's saying, give up. You can't do that. You're you're never going to accomplish that. You know, those are fiery dots when you have faith and you have hope and you say, not so. I was designed for this. Not so. No weapon that has been formed against me shall prosper. That I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That when you begin to be able to take your stand and build your faith up, stay strong in your faith. Because that's an overcomer, that when the trial and the storm is over, you are still standing, still believing, still affirming, still praying, still walking, and keeping your eyes on the Lord. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. 1 John 5 and 4 through 5 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. That who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. How do we overcome? We keep our faith and our hope and our focus on the one, hallelujah, who who overcame the world, right? And that's Jesus, the Son of God. When we keep our mind and our hearts all all fixed, amen, on the things of God, then we win. Oh, man. Revelations 3 and 5 tells us, He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God will accordingly be dressed in white clothing. And I will never blot out his name from the book of life. And I will confess and openly acknowledge his name before my father and before his angels, saying that he is one of mine. Being an overcomer is, is, is knowing who Christ is and being able to follow the principles of the word of God and being able to stand. Revelations 3 and 21 says, The one who overcomes, I will grant to him to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat with my father on his throne. Hallelujah. We overcome when we know Christ. We stay overcomers, right? Joseph, he stayed true to God even through great injustices, even through hardships, he stayed true. God had given him a dream when he was a teenager. And he stayed true even though he he was thrown in a pit, sold into slavery, lied on, thrown into jail, you know, hallelujah. 
Overcoming doesn't mean that you don't go through. But overcoming is simply saying that I'm staying true to what I believe. I'm staying true hmm, to what God says is my destiny, who God says that I am. Who does God say that you are? And do you believe it? And when adversity comes or trials come, do you shift and waver? Or do you stand firm on what it is that you believe? Where's your faith? How do you increase your faith? Do you know the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God? Are you placing yourself in a position that you would continue to be enlightened and strengthened by the word of God? So that you would be be firm and fixed in what it is that you know. I heard somebody say there's a difference between knowing and believing. When you believe something, it's because you don't know it. But once you know it, then you don't have to say you believe because you know. And the language begins to change. And your confidence begins to change. And you become a threat, of course, to the enemy. As you begin to declare and decree, that's knowing. It's believing to the point where you know that you know it is the truth and that God is who he says he is and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Now, if the enemy can rob you of your positioning and your thinking, and that's what attacks do. they When you're bombarded, as I said, when the waves continue to come, you do not want to drown. You want to put on that armor. You want to stay fixed and firm in what God says that you are. Write it down. Write down the vision. That's what he said in Habakkuk. He said, write the vision down. Why? So when things come, when adversity comes, you will be able to read it and run on. That you will know that you know this is what God said for me. That it's sometimes, you could say, okay, I've been called by God. And then other people say, well, women can't preach and women shouldn't do this. Or maybe... And they'll be like, well, who said that you were, were, were a prophet? Who said that you were a preacher? You have to know that what God said to you, you have to know it without a shadow of a doubt because things were going to come, right, to test you. You could get up after speaking and feel like, wow, I did a miserable job. Or nobody says to me, oh, I did good, you know. But guess what? You have to know that I presented, I did exactly what God called me to do, and then you have to let it go. You have to trust that when you, um, when you know you, that <clears throat> he said that some plant, some water, but God is going to give the increase. All you can do sometimes is plant the seed or water the seed, and sometimes you do not know which one you're doing. You may not know if you're watering or planting, right? But whatever it is, continue to know, continue to do, continue to obey what God has called for you to obey. Here's another example of an overcomer. In Genesis 41, 41 for 43 in the NIV. And it said, so Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in a chariot as his second in command, and people shouted before him, Make way! Thus he put him in charge of the whole 
land of Egypt. Yeah, trials came to Joseph, but he never wavered in his belief and commitment to God. And in the end, he gave God the glory, right? What a story. I mean, God knew where Joseph was. And this was something that really helped me when I was going through a season. I was feeling sorry for myself. I thought, well, I'm getting older and God, you're, you haven't manifested what I thought was going to take place, you know. And I remember the story of Joseph. And somebody presented this piece and said, no matter what Joseph was going through, God knew where he was. When he was in prison, he could have felt sorry for himself. He could have given up. He could have not used his gifts anymore and said, well, when the uh, bake, when, when the two men came down for an interpretation of the vision, he could have been like, you know what? None of the dreams that I dreamed came true. Forget it. No, he told them the interpretation of the dream. He didn't stop utilizing his gift. He didn't stop... Um, who he was and what he knew. He didn't stop his commitment. Matter of fact, they gave him the keys to the prison. Why? Because he was a man of righteousness. Even though he went through all this, he wasn't bitter. And that's why God could give him to be second in command because he knew, hallelujah, that he was going to give God all of the glory. Wherever you are in your life, You must remember that God put you here for a purpose. And yeah, you may have some prison experiences. You may feel that you are prisoned up, but still utilize your gift. You may think that, you know, everyone is against you. Your family is against you. They don't understand. You know, they they may think you're spoiled. They may think, oh, you're just arrogant. You're just puffed up. But keep believing and trusting God. Keep walking in what God has called you to walk in. Trials are going to come. Suffering is going to come. Right? But everybody loves an overcomer. What you need to see is that you, too, are an overcomer. That you, too, whatever you touch, it can prosper. I believe in you. I know you can do it because God said so. So put on that armor of God. Matter of fact, dissect what each piece of the armor represents. And remember, you don't fight against flesh and blood. You're fighting an invisible war. You have been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Have a good week.